This is the Pastors Here podcast on Monday, March the 8th, 2021. I'm Scott Riley, and I'm your host. Today, we will be speaking with Carl and about his early years and life in Quebec and Montreal. Enjoy. Hey, Carl, how are you? I'm very, thank you, I'm well. Wonderful. Um, so I know that before, when we were speaking, I, 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 as every listener knows, that I, I give a list of questions beforehand, and uh, it lets the, uh, the interviewee um, come up, um, sort of have a chance to kind of think about it and give, uh, kind of retell their life story. So um, I guess the, the opening question I had for you was, um, uh, where did you grow up? Well, uh, part of it in, in, uh, in the Channel Islands and the Island of Guernsey, some of it in Switzerland, and uh, most of my growing up years were in Quebec City. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, and uh, I, how, long, um, um, how long did you live in, uh, in Quebec City for? Uh, about uh, 10, 10, 12 years. Okay, and did you um did um did you have any memories of growing up uh, in Guernsey at all? Uh, no, no, I was uh, pretty young, and that was uh, during the Second World War. Oh, okay, okay, and um, so I I wanted to ask you when you were growing up, uh, sorry, in Quebec City, what uh, what was the neighborhood, uh, what was the na- neighborhood was like you were growing up in? Oh, it was good. It was um. Uh, it was a safe neighborhood. Uh, the people were friendly, and uh, and within walking distance of uh, of my school, where I went to school, so from where I lived. And did everybody know each other? Well, yeah, to a point. On, on one street, yeah, a few people on, on the street. Uh, don't forget, Quebec City is a big, uh, big town. For sure. Now, um, now, when you were growing up, uh, obviously, I guess you were probably, uh, uh, when you lived in Quebec City, were you learning French first and then English after that? or? No, no. My mother tongue is English. Ah, okay. Uh, I learned French as a secondary language. Okay. Um, and uh, if, if I can ask, uh, wh- what did your parents uh, do for, for a living? Well, my father was a, um, uh, a restaurant owner in, in Quebec City and also uh, later on in the United States. My mother was a housekeeper. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. And uh, what type of food did your did your dad's restaurant uh, serve? Well, mostly, um, uh, we'll say, um, American food, Canadian food, like a steakhouse and, um, you know, uh, things of that nature. Oh, that's great. Okay. And so now your dad being a business owner, um, I guess that gave you an opportunity as well to get to know other businesses there. Um, where to, like, so do you remember, where did your family sort of shop? Like, was there a butcher or a bakery you went to or? Well, um, yeah, we go, go, go back to uh, Quebec City and also lived a certain time in Montreal. Uh, yeah, there was shopping at, um, you know, 
Was your, um, the neighborhood you lived in, uh, was there any sort of restaurant or a bakery? Did, did they have any kind of famous foods that, uh, they were, they were known for? Cause I know, let's say, um, you know, uh, in, um, in the area I live, there's a, there's a great, um, uh, donut shop that's famous for donuts. Was there anything like that in, in your neighborhood or? No, it was strictly residential. Strictly residential. Okay. And um, now, when you were growing up, did your family, um, did you grow your own food? Did you have a garden? Uh, no, no, I did not. You did not. Okay, okay. And um, uh, what, type of, um, what type of traditions did your family have? Uh, what do you mean, uh, Scott? Well, so, um, so, like, let's say, would you play games on Friday night? Would you hang out? Uh, or would you go out uh, as a family on Saturday nights, or like uh, what, what sort of um, uh, was there any traditions you did uh, uh, as a family? Uh, no, not too too much. Uh, uh, my father had a business that kept him busy mm-hmm. seven days a week. Oh wow! And, okay. Yeah. So uh, I always spent a lot of time with my mother and uh, and with my two uh, brothers, siblings. We we made our own. Recreation together. Oh, did you? Uh, w- w- was there any? Uh, was there any like rivers or forests nearby at all, or uh, parks? Well, there was the Saint Lawrence River. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. And would you go down there and fish? Let's say during the summer at all, or no, no, no don't fish in the uh, in Saint Lawrence. We go into uh, lakes north of, uh, say, Quebec, say, northern Ontario, northern Quebec. Um, where they, they have the trout lakes and whatnot. Oh. Okay. And now when you spent a lot of time with your mom, now obviously her business um, being a house, house um, I, I guess a house cleaning business, she she had the opportunity, I guess, to go into a lot of people's homes. Um, I guess, did you get to know people that way as well? Did you get any friends that way? or? No, she didn't go into people's homes. She was strictly... Um, Resident, like a domestic engineer, like she took care of the family. You know? Oh, I get you. I get you. Pardon me. Pardon she me. She didn't travel. She didn't travel. Okay, but pardon me. Um, now, uh, now, uh, so, and sorry, did you live in Quebec City from like, let's say, was it like elementary school until until high school, or how long, like, what was your time frame you lived there from? Yeah, yeah, from uh, elementary into high school. Into into high school, okay. And yeah. did you finish high school there? Yes, I did. You did, okay. And then, so, <clears throat> so when you were growing up, let's say on a Friday night, uh, what did you do uh, with friends when you became like a teenager? What sort of fun things uh, did you end up doing? Well, there was the Friday night um, uh, dance. I was a teenager, so that was in the 50s. So there's always a... Kind of a rock and roll affair, you know, on uh, the local y- YMCA and whatnot. So that was Friday nights. That was a uh, very, very relaxed, very, very good, a lot, a lot of fun. Oh yeah, the, I, I, so the, there was like a, a, a local dance hall, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. There was okay. Um, and and uh, I'm tra- is that dance hall still around? Uh, did you know or? Uh, I don't know, Scott. I really have no idea. You don't know? Okay. Um, so. So then after high school, um, what did you end up doing after that? Did you end up going to 
uh, did you go uh, to the States or did you go on to higher education at all? Or I went up to higher education mm-hmm. uh, for a few years and then, um, uh, then I joined the uh, workforce. Yeah, what year? About, about 1961, 62. In those years, I joined the, um, the, the workforce. Okay. Um, if I may ask, uh, what did you take in university or college? Well, it was um, a science course. Oh, okay. Basically science course. Okay. And then, so then, once you graduated there, you joined the workforce. What, what type of career or careers did you have? Okay. Uh, what type of products did, were you getting to know or, or creating? They're electrical, six hundred volt uh, series uh, electrical products. Oh, products like it was it lighting or was it for like in automotive shops or what, what type of product was it? Well, no, it was industrial control. Oh, industrial control. So would that be used, let's say, in like a, like a warehouse or a factory line or something? Yeah. Well, it would be used for. Um, uh, the company I worked for made a lot of motors, electric motors, and uh, the division I worked for in the company was to uh, control, just to design uh, the control for these motors. So we were motor control people. That's mm. how we decided to um, take those projects to market. Okay. All right. Um, and though, so so um, you were at that company doing that, and then how long were you there for? Mm. Oh, I don't know, Scott. It was right up to the year I retired. I was, well, I enjoyed the company, so I didn't uh, uh, change. Uh, you know, going to um, one job after the other. I, I enjoyed the company, so I guess it was you know, 45, 50 years with that company. Wow. Carl, you never hear that anymore. That's that's amazing. Uh, you were 45 to 50 years at the same company. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and is that company still around, or? Oh, yes. It is, okay. And is it a, pr- a prominent company uh, in in uh, Quebec, or is it international? No, it's international. Oh, it is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The name of the company is Westinghouse. Oh, Westinghouse. Oh, okay. Right on. Wow, that's amazing. Okay. So, so now, um, so, so you spent your career there, which is totally amazing. Um, now, did you have any sort of, um, were there any favorite moments when you were working? Were there ever any sort of really great experiences you had uh, on the job or doing the job? Uh, no, not really. I can't think of anything that was startling. I mean, the uh, the meetings that I had, I was uh, I would travel coast to coast within Canada to uh, extend the, the knowledge to, to train our our field salespeople, and um, so it was. Uh, you know, some moments were uh, were exciting, and some were um, exhilarating. But I can't think of anything that were really, you know spike and make uh, a big hit. 
Okay. Oh, fair enough. So, so at least meeting the new people that 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 was kind of interesting, I guess. Obviously. Right. Yeah. Um, now I was going to say. So, um, can you think um, of a moment that was uh, an important moment in your life that sort of changed you? That 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 was. Uh, yeah. That, that 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 had a big impact. I think, um, yeah, in later years, about 30 odd years ago, my uh, my wife passed away and left me with uh, some young uh, youngsters to uh, raise. So that was a change in my uh, lifestyle quite a bit. And, uh, you know, raising three kids. So, yeah, that, I call that as a, um, a moment of, uh, you know, time of uh, considerable... Um, you know, turmoil, I guess you would call it, until things settle down. Wow. Well, first of all, I want to extend my condolences. I didn't realize that. Thank you. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, and so, so, and now, so you had three children, and were they all, when this happened, were they all, um, were they all like, were any of them teenagers, or were they all fairly young, like kids? Well, uh, I had two daughters that were, uh, going on to teenage years, and a son who was um, six or seven years old at the time, I believe. Okay. Oh. Yeah, they were pretty young. Okay, and then so so that was obviously a, definitely a huge change as becoming a single parent. Now, did you? Um, so uh, once that happened, I guess I I guess obviously the the whole family dynamic changed. Now, did you move after that happened, or did you stay in the same house, or? Um, no, eventually I moved on. But the, um, uh, you got to remember, Scott, that uh, when, when you, um, you're suddenly a single parent, like in my case, a single father, yeah. uh, you got to grow up a lot with your kids. Uh, you know, like a mother has a, more of a, an understanding of the children as they grow up. Man is out there making a living, you know, uh, on a job, so he... He relies on the on the woman to, um, uh, you know, uh, nurture the kids in the house and uh, you know help them grow up and understand that. Sure. And suddenly that uh, that role is passed on to the the, the male. Yeah. In my case, a uh, single father, and uh, that is a learning experience that is unbelievable. I hard bet. To, hard to explain. I bet. I mean, I'm sure it was full of challenges, but also, I guess, some unexpected joys as well, I bet, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, so, so what, um, so, so when, once that happened and you were, once your kids ended up, uh, I guess, growing up, um, uh, I, I was going to say, you know, my next sort of follow-up uh, to that is saying, you know, is there a moment or an accomplishment you're proud of, but, you know, listening to you speak, Carl, I, I have to say it kind of, uh, I, 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 you seem, you, you see, you seem to be very happy and proud of actually, you know, stepping up and raising your three children, but, uh, by yourself. That's yeah. absolutely. I mean, that, and that, that is absolutely remarkable and also, uh, to, to be definitely admired. Um, now, yeah, well, you know, my, my daughters are in their 50s today. Yes. And my son is in his 40s. And uh, we're really close. We keep in touch, even though they don't live.
where I live, they, you know, live a distance away. And um, uh, they're, they're great kids. We're, we're really close. Even as a family, we're extremely close. That's beautiful. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm very proud of that, and I'm quite pleased with it, too. Okay. Um, now, I, I, I have to say, so we're, and again, I don't mean to pry, uh, but I, I, I am asking questions. So um, later on in life, were you able to establish more of, um, did you reestablish and sort of put yourself back out there again at all? Or did you engage with, with dating at all or anything like that? Or Oh, uh, you mean um, the opposite sex? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah a few times. Uh, no, nothing ever uh, seriously developed, you know. There's nothing that's serious uh, development from that. Mm. Okay. Um, I, I was going to say, what's, um, wh what made you move um, out this way? Uh, let's see. I guess as I bounced around, I worked in Quebec and Ontario. And I don't know. I ended up in um, uh, in in the Hamilton area, Toronto area actually. And in my travels, and um, then then I retired and I moved into this retirement home here in mm. Burlington. So. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Eventually, I you know, kind of slowly but surely found my way into. Okay. Um, now I was going to say, do you have any sort of great sort of life lessons, or that were either hard or great you could pass on, like something something you've learned, some, something you'd like to share? Well, yeah. I, what I'd like to share is the, um, and you learn that over, you know, as 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 you uh, mature and as you grow up, you learn to. In my case, and I would suggest that that passed on to other people is you've got, you got to be patient with people and in other words uh, listen to them you know the, the world is full of people wanting to give their advice on something and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but sometimes uh, the other person the other party just wants to say something without uh, say interruption so uh, my you know, my, my suggestion is uh, be patient with people and listen to them. That's excellent advice. That's excellent advice. Ah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and no, I have to say, throughout um, throughout your life, uh, was there at any time did you pick up any hobbies along the way? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, I used to fly model airplanes uh, <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, then I uh, uh, made uh, model ships, you know, the old um, sail ships, made those from kit form. Uh, and then uh, I collected stamps and uh, collected coins. And, uh, and then I took, uh, well, I was really interested in aviation and I became a, I became a private pilot. Oh. In, the, in, the, in the early 1960s, like mid 1960s. Oh wow! Okay, and did you do um, so when you became a pilot? Did you uh, did you ever so did you ever take your your kids or your family like uh, up flying or? Uh, 
No, I wasn't married at the time. I <clears throat> thought I was uh, single. And I uh, took up thawing as a, um, uh, as a fine, um, you know, enjoyable uh, exercise type of thing. Okay. That sounds great. All right. Um, and then, and do you still have, are you still collecting stamps? No, I gave that up. I sent my stamp collection uh, to my son, mm-hmm. and he's got the, um, my, my, there's quite you know, a lot of old stamps there that I collected over the years, and I sent that all on to him. Oh, okay. That's great. <laughs> and um, I, I was going to say, when you were, um, uh, when when you were growing up, I, I wanted to say, um, um, did you ever get a chance to see any sort of live performances at all? Like, did you, um, especially in Montreal being a music city, did you ever see any sort of famous musicians there or live acts? Uh, let's see. Uh, I can't think of anything right now. Okay. Yeah. I spent a lot of time um, at the Montreal Canadiens um, hockey games. Oh, yeah. So I remember, like, uh, Morris Richard and Jean Bellevaux and, and fellows like that, you know, in those, eight, in those years. And, uh, no, I can't think of anything right off the bat. Yeah, I, I know. <coughs> uh, no problem. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I remember I've been to Montreal and I've been to, I've, I've been in a bar when the Canadians played and there was an expression I heard is that, you know, uh, hockey in Montreal or Quebec is almost like a religion. It was, it was so, so huge and so powerful, right? So. It really is. You know, it's, um, it means a lot to the population. And, uh, you know, Quebec over the years and even now have produced some very, very good hockey players because they start at a very young age and they you know they graduate and uh, turn uh, like right now in the NHL uh, you've got a lot of Quebecers uh, you know Quebec fellas who uh, play for the different teams Quebec sure. produces good hockey players yeah I know um, most definitely absolutely um, and I, I, I wanted to ask uh, one more question, and that was, um, do, do you have uh, this time in your life, is there something you en- you're enjoying about this time in your life? Well, um, like I said, I live in a um, retirement home, mm-hmm. and uh, enjoyments I have is like meeting with the, um, the residents. And, uh, and of course, with the uh, pandemic that's uh, with us right now, there's no, you uh, say, out-of-building out traveling, you know. So I used to, um, you know, when, when it was free to travel, I used to like to get out and, uh, you know, go hit the town, hit the streets and, the, 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 you know, the, the countryside and just enjoy it. So, you know, basically my retirement years is uh, just enjoyment. That's okay. That's beautiful. It's, uh, oh, I, I, I was going to say, um, are, are you reading any great novels or non-fiction books at all right now? Well, <clears throat> I'm reading a good book. Yeah, I read um, mostly uh, 
the history books. And um, uh, the, there's a good book I've just uh, picked up is on um, uh, President Harry Truman, who uh, had an interesting role during the Second World War when uh, he took over from Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who suddenly died, uh, I guess it was around 1945, in around there. So uh, Harry Truman took over, <clears throat> and he was vice president at the time he became president. So I'm reading this, the, the history of Truman. And, uh, and, yeah, I mean, yeah, he definitely had, he had his own, ch his own sort of obstacles and challenges while he was in office, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he was the uh, the fellow who you know, sort of pressed the button, if you would, uh, to um, throw the atom bombs on, on Japan. Yes, yes, uh, that's right. That that was a, a definitely uh, a, a, an event that affected the entire globe, uh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm sure he had mixed feelings about it, but he also realized that in dropping these bombs and, and cutting the war short would save a lot of lives to <clears throat> both uh, American and Japanese lives. You know, they were just killing each other needlessly. For sure. Did, now, um, I, I was going to say, because uh, because you like history, uh, did you ever study or read any history about, um, about like, Quebec or Montreal or, like, or, or any sort of, uh, yeah, any sort of historical Thanks, figures? Uh, about what? About uh, the history of, well, history of Canada I've read a little bit about. Yeah, okay. Uh, not just uh, the, within the province, but uh, the, um, the Canadian history, you know, from uh, Confederation on pretty well. Right, yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to think, and um, correct me, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, but when you were growing up in Quebec, um, there was a very powerful premier, was it Duplessis, or was it Le, um, Levesque, I can't remember his name. Oh, well, the, the, uh, the, in, in the early 1950s was, uh, Maurice Duplessis. Yes, okay. He, he was the, um, uh, the premier of Quebec. Right. And, and he was very powerful, wasn't he? Yeah, oh yeah, he was, he was, um, quite a character, but the guy that really, uh, shook things up and, uh, rattled the cages like crazy was a fellow by the name of René Lévesque. Right, okay. And uh, Lévesque was the uh, sort of uh, the founder of the, um, uh, the Liberation Party, you know, could make Quebec an independent country. That's basically what he wanted. Right, yeah. And do, do you remember, I mean, when you were, um, were you still in Quebec when the, the that, that very... And uh, that very close referendum in the 90s, were you still there in the 90s in Quebec? Uh, no. You, uh, well, you well I could have been. Good. No, I think no, I was probably in Ontario. You were probably in Ontario then. Okay, yeah, because yeah. so 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 when you, I, I, I guess, so yeah, when you were growing up, um, was there sort of, were, were you kind of known as like, I, I, even though you lived and breathed, you know, Quebec culture, were you considered sort of like an Anglophone, or were you a Francophone? Uh, no, I was considered an Anglophone, by all means. Right, okay. You know. And it didn't bother me that um, I find that most Quebecers, even today, like if you 
like some of the rural areas, Scott, in, in Quebec, yeah. the people do not speak English. Right. right. So, and it's not their fault. They just don't have exposure to the English language. Sure. In any sense of the word. So, uh, people call them separatists, but they're, they're really not. But they, 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 they want to hang on to their, their language and their culture. Okay. When you get into the rural areas like Montreal, Quebec City, where it is basically bilingual. Right. So that's where you have, um, you know, the French speak English and the English speak French. So you got a mixture there. Okay. All right. No, fair enough. Um, and um, I, 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 one more thing I want to ask. Um, when you were when you were there and um, uh, Rene Levesque was in power. Do you remember sort of any important moments that happened? Uh, he formed the set, the, the sort of the beginnings of the separatist parties. Um, but did he make any decisions that sort of affected your life at all? Or uh, no, no, he affected my life. Um, but I, I remember uh, when uh, Prime Minister um, Trudeau, Pierre Elliott Trudeau at the time, mm -hmm. uh, invoked the War Measures Act. Oh right, yes. Uh, uh, and, and uh, you know, because of the um, the riots and all that, so he invoked the War Measures Act and got these soldiers involved, you know, to calm things down. And that um, that was uh, part of the, you know, within Quebec and the the, uh, the evolution and the history of Quebec. That was uh, that was quite poignant, very very um, very significant. Were you no? I yeah, because I remember reading about that myself and and seeing footage of that. Now, um, were you worried? Um, like I I guess because it was technically martial law, and there were soldiers that were if my and please correct me here, but soldiers were pretty much allowed to bust down doors on whoever they felt they needed to. I believe I think right. Uh yeah, to a point. Yes, yes, sure. To a point. Okay. Um, yeah, because that must have been, yeah, that, that would have been an incredible moment. I mean, I remember uh, uh, Trudeau Sr., he had that famous line when he was questioned, just watch me. And he, <laughs> he, took, he took a lot of heat for that, uh, for sure. So, yeah, well, uh, he took a lot of heat when he said Fuddle Duddle. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Fuddle Duddle. That's right, Fuddle Duddle. Beautiful statement that he came up with, you know, and Trudeau was... Just excellent at um, you know turning around words like crazy and confusing the hell out of people on purpose, you know. And he used to play games with the, the press, you know, and all that. And that's when he came up with this, uh, you know, famous uh, expression, um, you know, fuddle duddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's classic. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say uh, one, one more question, and that is, um, so um, what, uh, it, it, you wake up every day and you, um, your morning routine, uh, what do you do to sort of feel good and, yeah, what, what do you do to kind of start off your day? Well, I have a, what I enjoy is a glass of orange juice mm -hmm. and, and a bowl of uh, porridge. Oh, great. Uh, that's, uh, it starts the day quite nicely. <laughs> now, now, Carl, do you ever mix it up and you put some brown sugar in that porridge or no, just yeah, plain sure porridge? Do. Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, 
That's great. Uh, yeah, a man after my own heart. Uh, that's fantastic. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then uh, after breakfast, just a matter of reading the newspaper and catching up on the, you know, the latest news, um, uh, you know, domestically, internationally, whatnot. So you like to keep informed, then? Yeah, I'm. I'm not a uh, an avid uh, news follower. I, I enjoy. You know, just basically what what's going on is just an overall picture, but nothing in detail. You know. Mm. Okay. No, oh, fair enough. Um, okay. Well, I'm. Um, so, Carl, I am. I'm. I'm gonna probably round off the uh, this interview. If you have any sort of parting words or any sort of last sentiments you would like to say, I totally welcome them. Uh, no, no, no parting words. Okay, well that sounds wonderful. I I really appreciate your time, Carl. It's been oh. you've been you've been generous, and I really it's uh, and I truly mean this. It's wonderful that you've added you've added your life story to this to to, to the tapestry out there, and it's a really great thing. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Because, uh, glad I contributed a little bit to uh, to your knowledge there. There's That's great. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. This has been the Past Is Here podcast. 